0: Welcome to the Rebel and Muse podcast, where you can join us on our journey of self-improvement. I'm Kalea Wassman.
1: And I'm Melanie Wassman. Tune in each week to discover how we find balance in health, love, and life. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Great. Happy Labor Day.
0: Yeah. Labor Day. The... Also, the day that I always get mixed up for Memorial Day.
1: Yes, which right. is the opposite side of summer.
0: I've wished like eight people this morning happy Memorial Day.
1: It's <laughs> okay. Last night I told someone happy holidays.
0: <laughs> that was badass, by the way. I was yeah. like, wow, wait, did you just throw it in?
1: Awkward.
0: Nah, nah, nah. How so are you? I'm good. good.
1: We normally don't, I mean, Labor Day and is uh, supposed to be the end of summer, right? Not. Like the end of where people don't go to the beach anymore, something like that,
0: well, what you're, what I know from Labor Day, also known as Memorial Day in my life, is that today there are more people on the beach than there have been all summer, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow, there will be zero people on the beach.
1: I know it's such a it's such a strange thing for us. Growing up in Hawaii, there's no time where you stop going to the beach <laughs>
0: <laughs> ever.
1: There's no like, okay, you don't you don't go to the beach after Labor Day. You but know?
0: I'm super cool with it here.
1: Yeah. Well yeah. now it's what is it called? Local summer. It's
0: called local summer now, which mm-hmm. is fantastic. And it's still warm. Like the water I just got out of the water, it's super warm right now.
1: Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what Labor Day is? Yes, I do. Tell me. Um
0: it's apparently a day that you're not laboring because
1: everyone's off work
0: because everyone's off work and uh you can't wear white for some reason maybe can't wear white after labor day or on labor day i don't know there's something it sounds about like a white.
1: bummer you can't wear white you can't go to the beach after this day
0: <laughs> uh, yeah so i don't really get this white thing but i know i heard something like that in my collective memory maybe yes. my favorite thing is like uh, when we talk um on this podcast is i guess that's what you do when you have a podcast uh People always chime in on like why uh, you know certain things happen in, in certain ways. Perfect example, white on Labor Day or not white. What is it? White or not white?
1: Um, okay, so I googled it. Let's first talk about what Labor Day is. Labor Day, let me read here from Google. It's a public holiday celebrated on the first Monday in September honoring the American labor movement and the contributions that workers have made to the strength, prosperity, and laws, and well-being of our country.
0: Oh, I can back that. Yeah. Yeah. But what's this white thing about?
1: Oh, that's something here. I I also Googled that. It's uh, back in the day when it was inappropriate to wear kind of skimpier clothes or lighter clothes. Mm Mm-hmm. It was people would wear lighter colors so that they wouldn't get saturated with the sun, okay. and die of heat stroke, because there was no AC. So it wasn't appropriate to wear skimpier skin-bearing casual looks in the hot temperatures. So they wore whiter clothes or l- lighter fabrics with lighter colors. And um, what I found out actually through Google is that it isn't based on practicality, but rather snobbery. So here, straight from the businessinsider.com, it says, Wearing white in the summer months may have been a way for the ultra-rich to self-identify as separate from the working masses. In short, if you lived in the dirty city, you wore dark clothes. If you were wealthy enough to escape to a vacation home for the summer, you wore white leisure looks, leisure, until it was time to return to urban life. I call bullshit on that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to wear white no matter what if I want to.
0: <laughs> oh man, I'm so glad I don't live in an era where like you had to wear clothes. You know, like you see like all those like old bathing suits back in the twenties and thirties. Mm-hmm. And they're just like it's
1: like it's, neck to knees. Ugh.
0: <laughs> I mean, I grew up naked in Hawaii. Like yep. that was it. And mm-hmm. then basically for my whole life it was board shorts the whole way. Um, yeah. That's I'm definitely psyched on the era of time that I live that I can do that.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, this whole white thing, it's completely outdated and obviously I don't think it's even in this area. I think it's more um I don't even know what I want to say word. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not well no. They said it, that Coco Chanel wore white and didn't even care. So, if she can do it,
0: I'm going to work re- for it. I mean, like I'm such a minimalist anyway. My, col- my closet has like four shirts, two <laughs> of which are white. So it's going down. That's for sure. <laughs>
1: yes.
0: All right. Well, anyway, happy labor. Thank you, by the way, for that history lesson that, yep. um, that I don't it. even know it's purely accurate. But I mean, I'm going to follow it today.
1: It's from Google. So, I, I, so it must accurate. be true. must be true. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so how yes. are you, babe? I'm good. Good. Let's talk about what what is one practice or one idea, one concept or something that you've been practicing on this week?
0: Um, Maybe
1: it's a yogic um, philosophy or practice or just anything that you have been focusing on.
0: um, I'm not as concerned nowadays about how things come to me versus what things come to me. So I am putting my attention more along the lines of what it is i'm looking forward to versus how it comes about manifesting in my reality and with this kind of freedom i've been really able to concentrate on the on what i truly want so i get super general then i get more and more specific the better feeling it gets um before it was all about how how am i going to complete this how i'm going to do this how am i going to accomplish this how 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 and i got kind of hung up on the how now, i'm not saying that how is not important i'm just allowing the what to be more important than the how and um this practice is actually allowing me to kind of be surprised at you know um how things find me there's an old uh, old saying you know god works in mysterious ways and uh, the, you know whatever your uh your preferred term universe source whatever but um it, it truly truly is incredible if you get out of your own way about how something you thought was supposed to happen to come to you or, or, or there you get rid of the how you just keep con- concentrating on the what and that is something i've been putting into play a lot this week
1: well yeah i i totally agree because with our limited brain capacity or actually Unlimited brain capacity, but we only use a small portion of it. There's things that we can't even fathom and uh, Ways for things to happen that we can't even you know think about but the universe has our back for sure Um, So we focus on what we want and now not how it's going to get to us. I have a little story about that Remember the time when we were both trying to get to Maine I think you were flying from Ohio and I was flying from San Diego And it was a huge, I think they call them nor'easter storms out um, on the East Coast. And all of the flights were getting canceled and delayed and redirected. And I hadn't seen you at this point for maybe three weeks. And I was getting so discouraged. And I called, I think it was United. I called United and they said, well, I can put you on an American Airlines flight. And, you know, we'll go through a different place and we'll get you there. So... I'm in flight, you're in flight, we get redirected or I get redirected and end up in Philly. And there's no flights going into Maine whatsoever. And all I wanted to do was see you. And I'm in tears and I'm thinking, okay, I'm in Philly. Maybe I look up a train. Um, how How is this going to happen? And then you call me and you're like, hey, babe, I got redirected to Philly. <laughs> it was amazing. So I wanted to see you. That was the end focus right that was the what how it would happen i i let go of that and magically we were both redirected mid-flight to philly and we ended up in the same city for four days
0: here's how that worked too i flew from philly to maine an hour or maybe half an hour before the flight was supposed to land in maine we got turned around saying that the airport was too dangerous to land in so mm-hmm. i went back to philly Which Uh, was
1: your layover because you started in Ohio. Right.
0: Now, here's the funny thing, too. And um, this is like when you get rid of this how, right? So I'm thinking, okay, I'm going back to Philly. I don't know where you are at this point. We get in contact. You're in Philly. I'm in Philly. Moments later, I get a call from our tour manager explaining that the show in Maine was canceled because the bus couldn't get there. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that means all of a sudden i have four days off (laughs) and you're with me on those four days in philly
1: it was pure magic
0: right (laughs) yeah and so it's like like i said like but
1: getting out of your own way of how it's going to happen and trusting that it is going to happen
0: yeah and like everything it's a daily practice you know Mm -hmm. so it's one of those things where all these situations are going to come up again and again and again and this it but it gives you the opportunity to remember them now and start utilizing it more and more practice makes perfect and when something does come into your life to implement these practices and and you know these um, these ways of actually letting everything be a little more easier it's super uh, incredible to see that like that that turnaround happen um In the sense of okay look we can study about this we can read about this and you can do all of all of this work but when you're really in a situation where you're unhappy or something just doesn't look the way you want it to look at that moment it's really really hard to implement these tools Mm -hmm. so sharpening these tools um when you're out of a situation you know and concentrating really helps when you do get into a situation you can remember these tools and these things that you're learning and then you can implement them correctly and then no matter what the situation comes down the line it's not it's not going to be easy all the time but it could be just a little easier and if you just get a little more ease that gives a way to a little more ease a little more ease a little more ease and uh, it's been incredible to see that um, that happen in my life, you know, with these tools and actually using them and remembering them during a situation where, you know, mostly we forget to, uh, to use those tools.
1: Well, yeah, I was talking about that in my yoga class the other day, how, you know, all of these beautiful teachings of yoga and all of these tools that we have when we study this path, they're great and easy to talk about when I'm sitting up there in the front of the class giving a theme. But when it comes down to me actually faced with a challenge in real life and I have to use it, it's like, whoa, okay. Mm-hmm. I actually have to implement this. But it, but it's true. It's so powerful and beneficial. And I think a lot of that has to do with um, non-attachment. So when we are attached to an outcome, right, like how is this going to happen, um, if it doesn't happen the way we think it should, then that's when it disturbs our peace. And non-attachment is a really tricky one, right? Because of course I'm attached to you. Of course I love, um, you know, the things that I love. And it's that love is okay, but when you're attached to it to the point of if it goes away, it's going to cause you misery, then that's where the suffering lies. And you can even be attached to things that you don't want to happen. So whatever you have an aversion to. And if that happens, then that disturbs your peace too. So non-attachment is kind of a tricky one. It's more about kind of finding the equanimity and going uh, fluidly, going with the flow, and not um, trying to control.
0: Right, but and also remembering that when you're not in a situation that you have to implement it, and that reminder helps a lot when you are, because life is like life is like that, where you know things are things are riding out smooth and then all of a sudden there's a patch and really what is your approach and what is how are you going to take that rough patch really Mm -hmm. and what have you learned what have you studied what have you read what makes sense to you Um, usually when you're kind of smooth sailing a lot of things can speak to you and if you're like expanding your education about it and reading about people you admire reading about things that make you feel good That is, that is enough for you to understand. Well, if this is something I'm resonating with, and this is making me feel good, whether it's any kind of philosophy, um, any kind, any kind of trick that uh, someone can use, and to actually use that in practice when something does occur in your life that needs that, it's really awesome when you become mindful that you are doing that. Mm -hmm. It's 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 powerful. Like it's it's pretty cool. But again. Don't get too down on yourself by forgetting those tools when some shit hits the fan, because mm-hmm. because it's just a natural human reaction too. So just be gentle, but if you can, try to like journals always help me. Try to write a journal. Try you know try to just keep like a, a little inventory of of what's making you feel good day to day. Write it down, and when something gets a little tricky or the seas get rough, uh, go ahead and and look in your archives. You are Always constantly leaving messages for yourself I like that yeah you're always leaving message for yourself um, writing, is, is great, uh, writing is such a great journal and writing is such a great way to remind you of who you are at a different point in life
1: hmm and like you said shifting and, and finding the good I have been practicing that this week you know I had um, just kind of feeling the, uh, I found my thoughts kind of going to things that I didn't want to happen and, it, you know, it's kind of bumming me out. And every time I did that, I'm like, you know, this doesn't feel good. I'm going to shift. And I think I told you about this. I was driving to the studio and I saw um, two chickens walking across the road. Now, where I go to drive to the studio, you wouldn't really f- think that there would be chickens. It's not a very rural area. And But yet there were two chickens crossing the road. And I just slowed down. And did you I ask Why? wanted to. Yeah. No, I slowed down and I just started laughing. I'm like, okay, for some reason this is really hilarious to me. These two <laughs> chickens crossing the road. And that shifted and I thought, "Oh my gosh, that was the universe giving me a little nudge going, "Hey, get out of this funk. Everything's going to be okay." So at that point, I started looking for things little uh, messages from the universe little things that would make me smile to shift me outside of this um you know focusing on uh something stressful or something i didn't want to happen and so the next thing i saw um a friend and i don't know who it is and i think i do but anyway someone put these little cards stuffed stuck in my past or my driver's side window one said make a wish and the other one said you're amazing and that was another little gift from the universe. I saw two dogs greet each other with like the most, the happiest, crazy dog face, tongues flying out. and It was just the cutest thing ever. And that made me smile again. So all these little things. Oh, and sorry, your favorite. I'm going to throw you under the bus here. I saw a dog pooping. And Kaleo oh, that's the, that's the loves throwing. That's not throwing to me to under the bus. That is poop. like, that's like,
0: that's a day maker.
1: <laughs> it is. If you see their little faces. they
0: <laughs> Oh my gosh. And they just get all prepared and all ready yeah. to go.
1: Do it's a little like... circle butt thing. <laughs> they poop. So all these little gifts that I saw shifted me outside of this poopy attitude into, oh my gosh, there's so much good. And if I keep looking for this. This is what's going to happen. I'm going to keep finding more, right? So whatever you focus on grows. If you focus on what you don't want, guess what? That's going to happen. If you focus on finding the little gifts in the world, finding the little uh, patches of good, things that make you smile and not looking over them, then that's what you're going to bring more of into your vibration, into your existence.
0: Right. And I mean, even if you don't buy into that, Completely. Like I do. I'm a huge believer in quantum physics and vibration and atoms and molecules and that's what makes us. Um, But I mean, even if you don't buy into that, it just makes you feel better. So why wouldn't I just choose that anyway, whether I believed it or not? If I'm looking at something that I like, it makes me feel better versus looking at something I don't like. So just shifting that perspective, if it makes you feel better, do it. I mean, that, that to me is like reason enough to look at the, the better things.
1: Mm-hmm. It really For is. For example, this morning, I um, well, last night there was a, a shooting at Del Mar Racetrack. And it was uh, right before the, the Ice Cube concert. Yeah, with the Motleys. They were there. Yeah, we had mm-hmm. friends that were there. Um, and uh, when I heard about it, every time I hear about a shooting, and I'm getting sweaty now, um, at a concert... That I, I get really, um, it affects me on a deep level, you know, knowing that that's your business and um, people are just going to have a good time. You know, it's music should be uplifting and positive and it, it just the violence that has happened in the past couple of years has really gotten to me. So when I heard about this one this morning, I, I saw it on the news. You know, I looked it up online because our friends were there and, um, and it got to me again and it put me in a funk and it's not something that I talk to you about because, first of all, it's bringing up negative stuff that, you know, we don't have any control over. Second of all, it, it is your business and I don't want to, um, you know, go into too much depth about that and bring that into our vibration, um, even though, you know, sometimes I get nervous and worry. But today we talked about it because our our friends were there and I decided to shift the focus and look for the good and the good was no one got hurt except for the shooter, but he he will live um, You know that that was something that was a really positive thing and it wasn't directly at the concert You know wasn't anything on stage or so I just tried to shift it into what can I find that will um, bring me out of this negative thought
0: right you said something earlier about you know music should be uplifting and, and whatnot and Yeah, I I don't totally agree with that. I I believe music just needs to be someone's someone's emotion. And, you know, whether it be sad, angry, happy. I personally like listening to, you know, happier music, hence, you know, the reggae background. But when you go into this kind of like, I don't want to really bring this up because it's your work, it's a really important thing, especially nowadays, to bring up. It's just, I love the way... You're able to look at something sometimes and see it for what it is. So, yeah, this is coming into my workplace nowadays, you know, these Mm -hmm. festivals with Vegas and Del Mar yesterday. Mm -hmm. But I'm not giving the fear any power. Does that make sense to you?
1: Yes. I'm I'm
0: understanding it for what it is. And I'm being mindful and aware because these things are happening um yet i'm not going to let it rule my experience i'm going to be aware of it and i'm going to be mindful of it i'm not necessarily bringing it into into my vibration but what i am doing is i'm aware and i know that it's there i will be focusing more on those better feeling things like we just spoke about um but It's, you know, especially when it hits home, Del Mar is only about, you know, 12, 15 minutes away, Mm -hmm. really. So um, it was a a very, and having friends there too, you know, it brings things into perspective. And instead of denying its existence, I'm going to observe it. uh, I'm going to feel it. And then I'm going to use my tools that I have, that I've learned from yoga, that I've learned from the literature that I've read. And use those those tools to help me um, bring myself into a better state and start paying more attention to the things that aren't really good, like you just brought up. No one was hurt except for the gunman who will live. Mm-hmm. And uh, to tell you the truth or what I heard, the police um, really took care of it rapidly Mm -hmm. um so you know that that, there's a whole bunch of good in that and and so to check all those good things out it does take the fear away from um or it takes the power away from that uh and, and it gives you a little more okay good we have this we have this we have this we have this and uh just even understanding all that that positive um that happened in this kind of you know very um horrific situation it's just nice to ease the, the perspective that way for me. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm.
1: Thanks, babe. Yeah. Um. What else
0: we got? I like this kind of like a loose affiliated show, huh? <laughs> like We can like basically just go anywhere. You know what I think this is? I think that we, um, we did such a good job at stockpiling uh, podcasts before I left for tour that it's just I think we're just catching up now
1: you know like me as
0: i've been gone for 11 weeks now it's just like sick what are you up to (laughs) tell tell me who tell me who you are today in this ever-changing you know landscape
1: i love it yeah
0: so you see these these last two shows have been really really fun we had the coffee talk last week and um oh we got a lot of good comments on that one via email by the way (laughs) yes oh um speaking of which you can email us anything uh questions um comments anything that you want uh email us or go to um at revel muse on our insta and uh go go communicate with us i love the questions that you guys send it's incredible and not only that it, it helps us you know come up with content for this podcast although you know we're we're not really content um uh dependent so we'll just sit here and you know porty out <laughs> <laughs> what else you got
1: I wanted to talk about that uh, cold therapy cryo machine that one of my students let me borrow and then subsequently actually gifted us one from her her husband's company. Um, It's called, and oh gosh, I'm going to get this wrong, but Osur is the name of the company. O with two dots above, S-S-U-R.
0: I haven't tried this yet. I can't wait.
1: It's so good. In fact, it was so hot while I was using it, like just in summer, that I actually just put it on my low back once <laughs> just to cool off while yeah. I did some work.
0: It makes sense. And
1: she said that sometimes the athletes that use the use these, they get so um, overheated at night with inflammation in their body and they just use it to cool down at night. But this one particularly is called a Cold Rush Cold Therapy System from Osor. And it's just this. It's like four and a half pounds. It's totally quiet. And you fill it with a little, maybe a couple of inches of water, and then uh, the, fill the rest of the bucket with ice. You plug it in, turn it on. It cools down. It has this this pad that you can use to wrap around. I wrapped it around my my leg because I had all this swelling from horse camp. <laughs> my my adductors. I basically pulled a groin. Um, and it cools down so, I don't even know how cold it gets, but you have to use a barrier, like a, a towel or an ace bandage or something because it will burn your skin. It's that cold.
0: Oh, I love this. I yeah. can't wait to do it's this.
1: It's amazing. So I used this. I did 20 minutes on, 20 minutes off. Um, one day, I think I just did it all day long. I pulled up a Netflix series and I just cryotherapyed my leg. And So
0: there's no maximum time?
1: No, I I texted her and and Christina and she said, you know, usually they do 20 minutes on, 20 minutes off. And so I did that and I just kept it wrapped around my leg. So I would turn it on for 20 minutes and then turn it off, just keeping it still wrapped. And I would just, you know, go on off and on. And literally within days, my the swelling of my leg was completely gone. Wow. Yeah. And I I was going to put a before and after photo, but maybe I won't. It's kind of gross. It was really swollen.
0: Yeah, well, I I saw those photos. Your (laughs) leg, it was like, I was like, horse camp did this to you?
1: (laughs) Horse camp. Right. Yeah. All right, so let's do a tip of the week.
0: Tip of the week? Yes. Okay. You want me to start? Yes. Actually, thank you.
1: (laughs) So my tip of the week is an app that I downloaded. So um, as a, a birth doula. I have another, um, another birth that's going to happen in March. And this one, the mother is a dear friend of mine. And she got one of these pregnancy apps. And actually she got two of them, but I, I got one with her. This one is called What to Expect. And my tip is if you have um, a friend, a partner, a loved one, Anyone that is pregnant and you're really close with them and you want to support them throughout their pregnancy, it's a really neat opportunity to download the same app that they have and to put in their due date and follow along every day or every week of their birth. And so you know what they're going through. There's tips on this app, on the What to Expect app. It shows, you know, how big the baby is on any given week and how, um, how much it weighs. And there's little videos of, you know, what you get to see this week and what's happening with the, um, the growth of the baby this week. And so you can, oh, and also it gives tips on, you know, what to expect for the, the mother. You know, during this week you might start to feel a little dizzy Um, tendency for this this and this can happen and that way the mother will feel supported not just from you know a a husband or a partner but from friends also friends and family so if you do have someone that you're really close with who is pregnant or you know going to get pregnant uh, I think it's a really cool idea just to follow along and and be support
0: that's rad Mm -hmm. that's really a good tip I'm pretty impressed by that (laughs) uh especially because it's your job and, and, yeah i mean even if it's if even if you weren't dooling if it was just a good friend you could just like give like uh, an encouraging text uh once you notice something on the app mm-hmm. you know it's like hey it's
1: good morning big you as have a, a tomato a, you today you have a lime in your <laughs> right something
0: yeah. like that that's odd i mean awesome <laughs> odd <Odd-some>. and <laughs> awesome awesome <laughs> um okay i got a tip yeah uh Try not using. Try not using so much soap in your day to day. This is where I'm down. Um, I I've been reading about you know the skin biome. We always hear about the gut biome. I'm hearing about the skin biome. How important it is for the bacteria on your skin to be able to protect you in that sense as well. And growing up in a culture where we're supposed to soap. Uh, everything twice a day every day it really has an impact on your natural skin biome the one that nature gave you so i've been only using soap maybe like twice a week Mm -hmm. and uh i really this is this is what I'm, i'm really noticing uh i'm noticing that um my complexion clears uh i'm noticing uh i my skin just feels good it feels nourished it feels like It feels lubricated, especially like in these hot summer months. And uh, it's been a really fun little experiment. And so I'm only, you know, maybe soaping once to twice a week, like I said.
1: And he doesn't smell.
0: Yeah. And this this (laughs) is one of those things. (laughs) FYI. Right. I mean, unless, you know, there's like a workout involved and then, yes, it's definitely going to be stinky. Like I went to, uh, where was it? Um, A vital climbing gym.
1: And, Ooh, yeah, I want to
0: go. Yeah, it was fantastic. But when I left there, I was one stinky monkey and uh, and But it, it's funny like um, you just go in you rinse you just rinse with water and you just I just rub my body down with no soap just water and it's Incredible what my skin is feeling before uh, you know, I used to have um, some issues with my elbows they would get real dry I think a, a lot had to do with the soap. Um, and I use really good soap. I, of course, I use Dr. Bronner's peppermint soap. And we all know how that feels in those special places. So <laughs> so it's just been a nice thing to give my skin a little break. And it's been showing, it's been talking to me. And it's been showing me some um, real, really cool improvements. So uh, I'll keep you notified on that. But that would be my tip, I guess you would say.
1: I like it. Yeah. Thanks for that tip. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Hey, also, I wanted you to to tell the listeners about that cool trick that you show me with my phone. How everything is is gray.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Tim Ferriss trick. So, yeah. uh, uh, I get an email from Tim Ferriss. He's got these. Um, it's like a really cool idea. It's five bulletproof points for the week. He drops it every Friday, and so there's this. Um, there's a setting on the phone where uh, it grays out your screen. And uh, basically, it it kind of takes the, uh, I would say, the allure of certain apps, especially social um, apps that are very colorful.
1: And ones that you're instantly drawn to. And the ones like, you're I'm going inst- to go to mm-hmm. my Facebook or my Instagram. Yeah, it just
0: grays everything out. So when you look at your phone, there's no color. So you go, oh, all right, so I'm actually looking at my phone because, A, I need to know what time it is, or B, uh, there's something I need to check out. And so you actually like do a little more focusing and, and really like instead of just being uh, distracted by any color, it's just gray. And it's really, really cool. And um, so uh, the settings for you to do that, I guess we could do like a, a, a setting and, leave it, yeah, and, and yeah. Um, do it in the show notes.
1: Okay. Well, actually, we can do it right now, too, if what anyone's on their phone. Go to settings, then general, and then accessibility and then in accessibility scroll all the way down to the bottom and it says the last thing says accessibility shortcut and when you go click on that there'll be the third one down says color filters and you just press that it'll check it off from there you press the home button three times fast bam 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 and it'll activate this grayscale
0: exactly and then you can go back to color by just hitting it three times again
1: oh yeah (laughs)
0: you didn't know that you
1: didn't i didn't know that oh yeah yeah
0: so you can uh so you can bounce back you know in between color and gray but it is really nice you know when everything's grayed out and nothing's popping out at you Mm -hmm. it's really like have it's just it's just one of those things where uh, it's a little less distraction in a very distractive world i love it Uh uh-huh
1: that's two tips
0: (laughs) yes it is (laughs) we'll leave it out for next week
1: happy labor day everyone
0: happy labor day wear white we'll talk to you soon
1: peace